Hello, everybody. Happy Monday, May 2nd, 2011. And welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio for another fantastic show today. I am your host, David M. Baker, and my co-host is my angel, Sherelle. Sherelle, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. I am recovering from a long week and and also a strange weekend, so um been watching the news nonstop, but um, we're here to make light of the day, so let's do that. And also, of the day, let's bring light. That's, that's a good thing. It's got to be a good thing. So, anyway, we have a wonderful guest and friend uh, tonight on the show, fantastic guest, medium Sandy Gilbert Armstrong. And I will read a little bit about her before we bring her on. Now, we met a couple of years ago, and we have so many similarities in her life that, you know, she started calling me her twin, so we kind of like call each other twins as nicknames. She says, I would like to help people make a connection 
with their families, friends, and pets that are no longer with them. Closure is also an advocate for those who have already crossed over regardless of when or how they passed, which is, uh, I think that's uh, amazing. We all need some type of closure to move on. Below are some of her gifts and abilities that she uses, and she uses pretty much all of them. Clairvoyance, clairsentience, claircognizance. She's clairaudient, uh, uses clairalience. She does uh, psychometry also, which is, uh, she says, being able to get messages and images from touching uh, yours or your loved one's objects, pictures, etc. And she can feel either your pain or the physical pain on her body. For example, if somebody had a heart attack, she could feel something in her chest. She will feel the pain, she says. Uh, not to the extent of what you or they felt, but enough to know that something is wrong. And uh, so I'm seeing here that Sandy is very empathic. She has some uh, strong empathic abilities, too. Not everybody has that, believe it or not. Or if they do, it could be in a sense and not a feeling, but it looks like Sandy has them all. And she also sees uh, bright, almost blinding flashes of light. Not everybody sees that either. Uh, she's seen angels, uh, three of them very clear, bright, huge in size. And, um, man, Sandy's just had all kinds of experiences, experienced the out-of-body, remote viewing, past, present, and future readings. She does all kinds of stuff. I just want to, uh, we're going to post it in the chat room, but I'd like to tell you her website. It's uh, www.closureandacceptance.com. That's closureandacceptance.com. Sandy also does a lot of public uh, mediumship demonstrations, too. And she has been on a number of radio shows. She's very quickly becoming popular. I've experienced her on the show recently, and I've heard her readings, and she just hit right on. Sandy is an incredible medium. She's a, a star that's rising fast, and we love Sandy. And now that I've give her her shameless plugs. Sandy, welcome to the show. Are you there, Sandy? Well, there it goes again. Spirit messing with whatever. Looks like we lost Sandy, but give me a second. I'll get her right back for you. Hello? Can you hear me? Sandy. Hey. Yes, I know. Yes. Well, I just your intro, and you know, yesterday the show got kind of messed up, and you know, it seems like if I, if I have a healer or a tarot reader or researcher or something like that, the show's okay. But once I have a medium with raging energy and all the spirits gather around, it seems to affect the electronics in some way or another. The telephone lines, all kinds of stuff. I've had people say that about me too. But well, welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio, Sandy. How are you doing today? I am doing wonderful, and thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm very excited. Can you hear it's me? It's my pleasure. Yes. Okay, just checking. So, I just pretty much read your bio, or a bit about what I you know. Do. I heard. <laughs> So, I'll start with the beginning. 
When okay. you realized in your life that something was going on, and you know, to some of us it seems natural until somebody else says, "What are you talking about?" Then you realize maybe it's not, and then if you have supportive right. people around, maybe it is. So, how did it start with you? Um, it started many, many years ago, and I always tell people that I've been psychic or medium all my life, but obviously I didn't understand what it was I was doing. But I I would say probably when I really kind of understood what was going on to a point that, that when I realized I was different was probably about eight or nine years old because I would have conversations with my friends and, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, a spirit would walk in or walk by or say something to me. And I thought everybody could see what I could see. And when I realized they didn't, that's kind of when I went into the closet and got shy about it and felt ashamed and I didn't know what to do with it. I felt something was wrong with me. And in the small town that I grew up in, you can't go around telling people, you know, like you can now and tell them, hey, I see dead people because they would lock you up and throw away the key. So it was kind of like my own dirty little secret that I had because I didn't know who to who to go to or anything and I just kind of dealt with it on my own which was really really difficult sometimes because as you know we get disturbances at night time or they will follow us around and they can be a little bit annoying too so it was actually I enjoyed having it but at the same time it scared me um, I just really wish that back in the day we had people like, you know, the TV show that Chip Coffee's on that help you, you know, they, the Psychic Children show where they can go and get help and they can come out of the closet oh, yeah. and tell people, you know, this is what I, what's, going, what's going on with me and they don't get locked up or anything. That's right. You know, we just had uh, Derek Okora on our show recently and we were talking about experience he had when he was doing this football thing and dealing with his abilities at the same time. They had the playing field by a mental institution, and one of the the residents there would come to see him all the time. And he, uh, he, uh, the resident told Derek about seeing ghosts and you know spirit people and all that. And Derek believed him. He didn't think he was crazy. And he was really amazed, so he invited him back to his room. And then Derek says, who's this in the corner? And, oh, that's George. Oh, you can see him too, so forth and so on. So Derek was trying to say that, you know, during those days, uh, if somebody said that, at least in England, you'd end up, uh, the men in white would come and take you away. <laughs> yeah, they would. Yeah. It, it's, as you know, it's something that's very hard to deal with when you're when you're young or when you grow up in an isolated town and you really have no one to talk to. So sometimes I, it can be very debilitating because you don't know what to do with it or who to tell or how to handle it sometimes. You know, they would have haunted houses and stuff at school. And I used to think people were so crazy going into them because not that there were spirits in there, but it's like, well, you guys are kind of playing with fire even though, yes, it's just an innocent little haunted house, but I, even at that young age, I understood, hey, there's darkness in this world. You know, there's dark dark spirits, dark entities, en- entities, dark energy. You know, I just didn't know how to communicate it and tell people, you know, so I would just, you know, go into my own little closet and, you know, deal with it by myself. Yeah, that's pretty much... You know, did you find that maybe you were kind of a loner 
And maybe yes. did you like daydream a lot, things like that? Yes. <laughs> I still do that and I'm forty one. But yeah, I, I I did because I'd have to go into my own little into myself just to you know, to cope with everything that I was that I was going through and, and dealing and seeing um everything that I was seeing, so I had no choice but to, you know, sometimes even have a social, not a social life, but I would actually communicate with them more because they were there. And, you know, I did isolate and I did, you know, I, of course, I, you know, I did have friends and stuff growing up, but sometimes it got hard and I'd, I would isolate on purpose because I was like, oh, you know, what can I do or stuff, so... And I did have the imaginary friends, except mine were real. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I guess I did kind of grow up um, alone sometimes with it. Can I ask you a question? Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of like an advice question, especially mm-hmm. for those listeners who have you know young children, because now they seem to be coming to Earth in waves compared yeah. to before, like. <laughs> Maybe instead of one out of ten, it's like seven out of ten or more children are being born seemingly highly uh, psychic or with mediumistic abilities. Do you have any advice? If somebody's child, let's say they're three or four, and they start Mm -hmm. telling you, you know, you hear them in a little room laughing as if they're playing with somebody. You don't see anything. Then later you, you ask them, and they said they're playing with their little friend Johnny or Sam, you know, Sally or somebody, whatever, or somebody's there. How do you? How would you approach the child? I mean, you know, you want to protect the child, but you want to find out what's going on. What would you do in your case? Well, I actually had one of my friends ask me about that because she said her daughter was saying, I see ghosts. And, you know, and in that situation, I do believe that she was just, you know, saying it because she saw something on TV that kind of, she was all of a sudden, oh, I see ghosts now. So I believe in that situation she really wasn't. Um, But I did tell her right away that don't discount what she's saying to you because you never know. And she asked me what my opinion was, and I said, I really don't think that she's seen anything. I think it's just because she saw it on TV, and she's playing. Um, But like I said, I I told her don't discount her because there's a good high chance now that kids are seeing what they're saying, or they're seeing angels or or loved ones, or they hear something and and that. And plus, I don't want them to go through what I – I went through when I was growing up being isolated and scared and being ashamed and not knowing who I could talk to about my abilities. So I always say you can listen to them, but don't feed them the information. Don't ask them, you know, do you see a ghost? Do you see somebody with wings? Because then you're feeding, you know, the idea to them. Let them come to you because you'd be surprised. Sometimes they will say, you know, I saw, for example, I saw Michael. You know, he had a sword. That would tell you that they saw Archangel Michael. And you didn't ask them. I mean, you didn't feed them the information, um, you know, to get to get your answer. You know, that way you know for sure it, it is a real thing. And I would just encourage them, you know, and tell them, you know, protect them with Archangel Michael because, as you know, being a medium, that when we have this ability, we do tend to attract the negative as well as the good because that's just part of what that comes with the territory. So that I, w- I would always encourage them, have them teach them about Archangel Michael, um, you know, for protection and to help them feel safe and, you know, ward off any negative energies and things like that, even though even with all the protection that we do, 
you know, they still creep in every so often. So that's why I agree. Okay, that's very good advice. Now, (laughs) we have, I'm part Native American, and so are you. I'm part Uh uh, Costa Mesa Indian or Chumash from Southern California. My family history goes quite a ways back. Now, how about you? Well, I am... Um, well, I'm from Canada, and some people, well, I'm adopted too, so um, the reason why sometimes I tell people I'm Ojibwe, some t- people I say I'm a Soto, um, and I guess that's, they spell it, you know, the French ramp in Canada, but when I asked my biological family, well, what's the difference, they said it's kind of where what part of Canada or United States you're from that would say Soto or Ojibwe, it's kind of the same thing, I guess, but that's what I am. And it does run in in our in my biological family. Um, apparently, one of my biological aunties has this ability. And my older sister had told me when I met her the, um, a couple of times, she had told me that she knew that I would have it because none of them had it. So it wasn't a surprise to them when they when she found out that you know I was a medium that I had these abilities, and she just thought it was just very natural and normal for for us to have it because she said it is um runs in our family with with a lot you know, of people with a lot of women i had somebody on the program where i was on i don't remember but i remember discussing something like that recently with some other medium and they were saying that it runs in the families it seems to run in the families and oh uh, Let's see. Oh yeah, because my uh, my British grandmother, grandmother and <laughs> thank you for the help. Have a psychic amnesia here. Hello, David. Anybody home? <laughs> uh, so my my mother's from England. My father is uh, Spanish and American Indian. But um, the grandmother and great grandmother were mediums, and on my father's side, the same thing. And my right. uh, uncle and my cousin sister have abilities as well. And so it does seem to run in the family. I'm not sure about my mother, though. However, when I was a child, she would tell me ghost stories about like a ghost train in England and all kinds. She believed. So there has been something going on there. Unfortunately, uh, I didn't have a mother since I was 10 years old. So as I was growing up with these things, I really was on my own as well. But I was just curious. So it does seem to run... Uh, for generations or sometimes skip it in certain families, and you just proved it out again. Right, right. And even my son, he's 21, he has the ability, just not to the extent of you or I, it's just something he's now learning to deal with. Even just yesterday he was telling me that he was having a feeling about something, he couldn't shake it. And I said, well, sometimes that's how the information comes. You just get a feeling, but the information will will be revealed to you at another time. Because we can't possibly get everything because we're not supposed to and we're not God, and that's not how this ability works. We get what we need. It's just like God always has the three answers, yes, no, and not right now. I have something better for you. So it's the same thing with mediums, that we get our information for the person that we're reading. They get exactly what they're supposed to need at that moment. I totally agree. Right. Another thing, so that's what I always told my son. Another thing is trust. Whether you psychic or medium abilities, trust is very important. In addition to that, when we're talking about deceased loved ones, oftentimes if somebody just recently crossed over, there's two things I want to ask you about. 
One uh-huh. is myself and other mediums have chatted and stated that um, if somebody's recently deceased, you know, they're especially if they died of a long illness or something like that, they're busy getting acclimated to the other side and healing. You know, that is if they cross to the light, not remain here as a ghost. And so it may be difficult to communicate with them or contact them, so it's better to wait for a couple of months before you get a reading. That's number one. Number two, once you wait the time and get the reading, may or may not always get the person you're looking for. Most of the time we do, but if the person died... You know, you take your personality with you, and this person was Joe Marine. When you uh, make a, uh, a connection, this person is going to be yelling at you. You're going to see him and everything really good. But if Aunt B was an introvert and shy, you're going to have to really try to pull information from her. Do you find that to be true, too, uh, on those different Absolutely, absolutely. I get all those experiences as well, but I find it so interesting. More and more that I do the readings, I'm finding a lot of the spirits, like um, my friend, her dad had passed away, and within two hours of his passing, he was already in my bedroom, you know, and he said to me, that's it, that's what I was afraid of, because in life, he he was always telling me, oh, Santa, I'm afraid to die, I'm afraid of death and everything, and I said, well, if you're good with God and Christ, you'll, you'll be just fine. You know, I said, you can't fear it, you know, because there's nothing you can do about it because it's going to happen someday to every every one of us. And right. I told him, it's not going to be that bad. Just, you know, just let go and trust the process type of thing. So his daughter called and told me that um, um, her dad had passed. I'm like, I know. <laughs> you know, and I told her why, and she just started laughing. But I just found it interesting. He was only gone a couple of hours, and he he came too. And I also find, too, that sometimes people ask me this all the time. Well, if they were shot in the head, do you see them with their head shot, you know? And I tell them, yes, sometimes I do. But it's not because they're trying to scare me. It's because that's the way they're communicating to me is how I pass. But sometimes validation, they, they right? Exactly. And they don't always stay yeah. like that, you know? Some people, um, I did another reading on someone, and they're, you know, their grandmother just had a lot of resentments here here on earth. So she didn't directly cross over. She stayed in what I call transition, and I don't know where I got that word from, but that's what I seem to say to people. But she was caught because she wasn't allowed to go to the light until she was like, I guess, the hospital or halfway house type of thing, you know, the in-between or something. She had to sit there and stay there until she worked through her resentments and her feelings and all that sort of thing before she could make that choice. Do I want to be a ghost? Do I want to cross over? You know, so I find a lot of those things get as well. Also, though, Sandy, I, I like that because then that way um, I remember seeing um, this show called Defending Your Life, and uh-huh. it was, you know, they had to go. Um, I I forgot the oh, yeah. but I know Meryl Streep was in it. Did you see that one? Yeah, Meryl Streep and, uh, yeah. And not Gutenberg, but it was another actor, but they had to talk about and see excerpts of their lives and how, if they've improved. So if they've improved. So in the green bus, which is moving forward, but if they didn't improve, they go back to do it again. And yep. the thought of having to do it again and again and again until you get it right, basically, mm-hmm. not really get it right. I know it sounds like get it right, but to learn the lesson that we need to right. learn. Exactly. And, and I think that that has to be, 
you know, and I think, and it's it's funny, a lot of people that claim that they don't believe, oh, I don't believe, I don't believe, they're the first <laughs> ones that are running to the media and like, oh, please go talk to my family. And their family is like, but they didn't believe. Why are they, like, running to try to talk to me now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that, too. And I always tell people, you know, and, like, I even did one reading where it was a horrific death for this person and, you know, they did horrible things here on earth and stuff. But they still were able to cross over to the light. And they and people find that very, um, like, how is that possible? Well, one, we are not the creator, we are not God, we are not judge and jury. It's not our decisions. That That's between them and their higher power or God or whatever it is they believe in. You know, so it's it's not up to us. It's irrelevant what they did here on earth. It's not our decision to decide where they're right. going to go and what they're going to do. That's right. And, when, and the more readings I did and I realized that, it made me closer to God even more, you know, because how forgiving, how loving, how wonderful that is. You know, it's not up to us to understand why, you know. Um, but I get, you know, people that will die, you know, even 100 years ago that will just show up or an animal, or people will get confused. Why did this dog show up, a neighborhood dog show up that I didn't even like? Well, again, we we don't have control over who decides to come through during a reading, you know, and I always tell people, the first few people that come through, I like to say are, are, are guardian angels or spirit guides or whatever, right. you know, people that are helping us through this life and directing us. And the other thing, two people get up. Not to think about the bad things, right? Right, right. And some people get upset. Well, I didn't want to talk to that person. I wanted to talk to this person. Well, we can't. Or they think the dog was going to bite them, right? (laughs) They think the dog was going to connect to bite them or something. Or the 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 latest news today. I mean, well, yesterday about Bin Laden and everyone was like, oh, you know, him, him, him. But he has that choice too to, you know, either move on or move back. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and again, you know, he did obviously horrific things, but you know what? It's, it's not our place to say, you're going to go here and that's that. You know, obviously everybody, you know, wants that to happen. Right. But when it right. comes down to that at every person's time of death, it's out of our control. And we can actually make ch- changes to go to, to go over or to start over again. You know, like you said, redo it over and over again until you get it right, you know. Right. And the whole reincarnation thing, too, I never really believed in that until I started doing readings and I'm having people and pets being reincarnated. And I think that sounds so insane even for me for saying it, but I have no other way to explain it. When this dog tells me I was blah, blah, blah and tell me things that the person can validate, you know. Yeah, I was so, Oh, I was going to ask you about pets, but I wanted to know if you want to take like one or two calls first, and then we can go back talking about pets. And then we take some more calls and spread it out a little bit like that, so that way we yeah, won't no, keep people fine. waiting too long. Okay. And, yeah, that's funny because I was going to ask you about pets, but uh, the Sandy are a good draw because the switchboard is full. So if you don't mind, I'd like to bring in uh, our first caller. Okay. Uh, area code. Nine four nine. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Nine four nine. Are they there? Once again, area area code nine four nine three nine four. You're on the air. 
Okay, maybe they're just listening. Okay, so I'll get the next caller. Uh, the next caller is Gussie. Gussie, you're on Beyond the Gate. Welcome. Hi, thank you. How you doing Hello? today, Gussie? I'm doing good. How are you? Very good. Did you like to speak to Sandy? I would, thank you, yes. Hello, how are okay. you? Hi, Sandy. Hi. Um, are, do you, is your specialty uh, medium... Uh, mediumship than uh, people on the other side, or do you also yes. take those kinds? Of, okay, I do. I do a bit of uh, a bit of everything, but I prefer talking to people that have crossed over. May I ask a question regarding that? Though? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Uh, regarding my, I don't know if you need a, need a name or it's my my paternal my father's father, mm-hmm. who is the only relative that. Um, I I didn't really know when I was growing up and mm-hmm. uh, was not in my life. And it's the one grandparent who, whom I feel the most um, connection with. Okay. And um, I, I, you know, I feel him. Uh, I like to think that he's around me. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I don't really know if he is. Um, did you, ne- you never got to meet him, did you? I did get to, I did get to meet him. Yes, I did. But okay. um, I I was a uh, I was pretty young. Yeah, you. Yeah, because it just feels like it was a very very quick meeting. Okay, so that tells me either he passed passed shortly after that, or you just seen him that once. Because he's letting me know that you. It was a very very quick meeting. He's only seen you once, and that's what I am getting. But almost he feels very. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know the word I'm trying to describe right now, but he almost feels like he's military or in the army. Do you understand that connection? I hope um, I'm not getting Yeah, paid. I think he was in the. Uh, oh, I don't know if he was in the military, but I know that he, I think he was. I think it was in the navy. At, at yeah, that's part of the military. That's yeah. still the military because the military yeah. has branches and the navy right, right, has a right. branch yeah. of the military. Yeah. And and that's how I'm seeing him. Um, he's also showing to show. He doesn't seem that old when he passed, but he seems to be coming through to me in his early 20s or 30s. But he doesn't seem that old. He seems very young to me. Do you understand this? Was he young when he had passed? No, no, he was not. He was. Okay. He was. I mean, I was. I mean, I was born. I mean, I was alive. You know. So he was. Um, okay. You know. He he was probably. Um, I. I really couldn't say, but he's probably in his 70s, I would say, 60s, 70s, something like that. Okay. When he was in the in the Navy, in the military, mm-hmm. he was yeah. very young. He's showing me, he's coming through as as, as how he was in the Navy. Oh, okay. 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 Uh-huh. Um, so that's why I'm a little confused. Did he die then or, you know, but you're saying yeah. he was much older. But uh-huh. sometimes, here's another question to put out there too, um, not question, but a bit of information is sometimes when people, when they die, they will come to us at their most favorite time in their life, uh-huh. you know, or, or it's a way of validating, hey, I was in the Navy, here I am, this is how you're going to see me right now to validate that this is indeed mm-hmm. who, who I am for her, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is you or somebody around you as well, or if this is him, but I'm feeling somebody has a love of horses or animals or outdoorsy outdoorsy animals. Do you understand this? Um, that would describe me. That would describe okay. my sister for sure. Okay. And it, I don't know about my grandparents. Okay. Um, 
but he seems to been he seems to have been separated. Either it's, maybe it's because he was going into the army, but I don't see him with a wife. I see that I see that there was some sort of separation or something, and that's probably because he was away for a while. But I am seeing some sort of separation. Do you understand that? Uh, well, he he and my um, he and his uh, this is my paternal grandfather, so he and my paternal grandmother did eventually divorce. Like like right. everybody else in my family is divorced. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, everybody's divorced. Okay. Back when back in the day, he showed me a three story house, either on a farm or in a prairie. Do you understand this? Like it's a great big field, and it seems to be like a three story house. Do you understand this house? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know okay. much about him at all. I wish I did. I really do. Okay, write that, write that down and keep that little bit of information for you because okay. that's something you'll be able to validate or understand what I'm talking about. Okay. okay? Um, because sometimes when mediums give um, a sitter a, a reading or something, sometimes mm-hmm. things won't always make sense. Uh-huh. And that's why we always tell people write it down because it's something you have to think about and then and research it later, and it will come up, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is you. Did you also have a dog, um, a great big dog? I'm not seeing a St. Bernard, but I'm seeing a great big dog with you as well. Do you understand this? I've had, um, I've either had a dog. Hello? A child growing up, we had a dog as well. So. Okay, I, I, I completely missed everything you said. It oh. got cut off. I, I'm I, sorry. I, I, I did. I had a dog for a, a short while in my adulthood, but also I grew up with dogs in my childhood. Okay. Well, there, there's this one particular dog, and for some reason, it keeps showing me as a Saint Bernard, and then as a German Shepherd. So I'm kind of, um, kind of confused at what I'm seeing right now. But it is seems, it seems to be a very big dog, and I do feel that the dog obviously has passed. But that seems to have some relevance for you. Do you understand this? Uh, there was a, there have been two dogs that, uh, have been in my personal life. One was a, uh, standard poodle, um, and another one was, uh, was a German Shepherd that I tried to save from the shelter, um, okay. not able to. Both yeah. Both of them lost, lost Okay, okay. Well, I'm seeing the German Shepherd, okay, I'm not seeing the poodle, but mm-hmm. the German Shepherd seems to have some, re- um, relevance for you, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, are you also kind of getting um, a little laxed or, you know, restless in your current job right now? Because there seems to be some kind of job or some kind of position or somebody that somebody's getting I have restless. Been, I, haven't had a jo- I haven't had a job in okay. two and a half years. Okay, write this down. Okay, that's probably what I'm picking up because I'm feeling restlessness with a job, okay? So that's probably probably what I'm picking up because, like you had said, you want to go back to work. But I am feeling some restlessness with that. And also the go with that, I do feel that there's going to be something perhaps part-time or something that you're going to be doing at home or something that you will enjoy doing, okay? So I think that will kind of curb your restlessness for a while, okay? Hello? Thank you very yeah. much. That was a great reading. Okay. And uh, I hope that really helped you. I'm sorry we're going to have to... Okay. Cut it short because our switchboard is full, but okay. thank you so much, and I hope thank Sandy you. was able to help you. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. Well, Sandy, that was very good. That was very good. Um, oh, thank you. We have another person that would love to talk to you. Okay. Area code 707. 
Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Thank you. Hi, David. Hi, Sandy. Hi. Hello, and could you tell us your name, please? Yeah, Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Oh, Valerie. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, hi, hi, Valerie. It's the phone lines. Okay. Well, welcome <laughs> to Beyond the Gate, Valerie. How are you doing? Uh, fine. How are you guys doing? Awesome. Great. Sandy, I spoke with you a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I was just going to say, I know this voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, said, uh, I, I was just going to say, I know this voice. I've spoken to you before, I think. Yes. Uh-huh. You were telling okay. me about the new guy that's coming in. I was the last caller, I think, on the show. Okay. And um, so now I want to know about the finances. Uh, do you see a job coming <laughs> in or increase in finances? Um. You're the little spender, aren't you? For others, yeah. <laughs> I think that's me. <laughs> okay. Because I'm getting this, the money's being spent again. It's not being saved again. Do you understand this? Uh-huh. You, you do? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, the thing is, I do see finances around you. I just feel that it's like it's going in one pocket and out the other. So I think that instead of, you know, as a as a suggestion and everything else, because it's kind of the cute, the image that I'm getting, I've just seen it kind of flying in and flying out. Um, but I think it's, I think with just a little tight, tightening the purse strings, you're going to have more of the money that, 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 that you need, okay, um, and not to be. Um, I just feel that you you need to hang on to the purse strings for to get to the financial place that you want to get to. Okay, so do you see uh, either this guy coming in with finances to share? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's cute. Um, yeah, that was cute. I do feel it's going to take a little bit of time, but um, you have to you have to take a little step back and be just a little bit more patient, just a little bit longer. Um, your finances is something that can be controlled and cured, but right now it's just you that are spe- that's spending the money. I don't think, see that it's really going. Oh, like I don't see that it's being taken from you. I think it's kind of being given away freely. Do you understand what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh huh. So you just kind of because I'm holding my hand, I'm clenching my hand. Like I have to hang on to it real tight because you can do it. Because once you get going, and I can relate to this, but once I get like starting to exercise and I can go, 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 and then I do really, really good, and I'm like, why, why didn't I do this before? So it's kind of the same thing that I'm getting for you. It's like just hang on to it, and you're going to be flushed with more money. Okay, um, so and I love to shop too, so I shouldn't be talking. But um, <laughs> yeah, I've got a little shop. Yeah, I'm a little shopaholic myself, so obviously I need to hear this myself. But um, as for the man, I think it's just going to take just a little bit longer. Okay, um, and I do so many readings that I'm sorry that I don't really remember too much of what I had told you last time. Oh, you um, said it was very soon. Uh, yeah, moving back into the area. Yes, okay. Um, I still feel it's just going to be a little bit longer, okay? And you have to stop looking, okay? No, I'm because, not looking. Okay. I'm not looking. No, I don't do that. Okay. Just let Good. it happen That's naturally, let it okay? Happen. Let mm-hmm. it happen, and, and it will happen um I don't know. I'm feeling somebody in my in in this room right now. 
Okay, he seems to be a grandfather or a father type figure. Um, he seems to be um, like olive skinned or tanned skinned, and I don't know who he's. He's almost like he's kind of peeking around the corner in here, and I don't know who this is for. If this is for Cheryl, or this is for Valerie, or somebody else coming in. Um, do you understand this, Valerie? No. Okay, I'm gonna leave him alone then. Um, I that's I just thought I would ask because I didn't know if he was for you or for not you or not. Um but um Olive olive skin and um how how tall that might be his dad too. Yeah, he seems and and I can and my answer always is he's tall because I'm four eleven, but he seems like he's about six two 511 but he's 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 very tall but he has a very childlike innocent quality about him it's almost like he he gets along better with children he be, he prefers to be around the company of children and it's almost like he's playing peekaboo with me and just kind of peeking to see who's in there cuz he doesn't want to interrupt or be rude but he's very respectful very um um i guess old school in his thinking but he's very polite he's very um gallant if i can say that is um very polite. Mhm. And, and you don't understand stand this, Valerie? Uh, that wouldn't be somebody that's on the other side. It'd be somebody I know. That's okay, here. somebody. That, uh-huh. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine too. It's almost like he wears glasses sometimes, but he doesn't always need to wear them. But I see him with little right. silver glasses. You right. understand that? Uh huh. Yes, I do. Okay. But he's, he's okay. still on the airplane. That's okay. That's okay. okay. You'd be surprised because we can still pick up people's energy even though they're they're dead and even though they're alive. Uh-huh. Okay? Because energy has no boundaries. Energy has right. no limitations. Okay? Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, I don't know why he's in here peeking. It's almost like he's, <laughs> he's curious to see what's going on, but he's here. So I guess you understand that, Valerie, but I don't know what he wants or what. I just he's, okay. I guess he's just saying hi. Okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. But would you understand why he would do that? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm curious. Yeah. But um, anyways, he's here, so I'm just going to say hi to you on his behalf. But um, he he has a beautiful smile. I'll tell you that he has beautiful. He has a very beautiful smile. Um, are you also into Buddhist, 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 the Buddhist stuff? I'm basically open to all of it. Okay. Was he into it? Because it's almost like he's praying, like putting his hands down, like, you know, the Japanese-style thing where they put their hands together and he's saying goodbye? Right. Do you understand that? Uh, I don't know about that part. Okay. Well, anyways, he just bowed his head and just kind of blew a kiss goodbye, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, that looks like that's... Going back. <laughs> yeah, I think he just wanted to say hi for some strange reason. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well... Okay. We're running out of time on this one too, but I certainly hope it helped you, Valerie. Yeah, just hang on, think a little bit more. Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. God bless. Well, Valerie. Do you get that sometimes? Uh, yes. You know, it's not always the same. There's a lot of similarities and there's always a lot of differences. I think, you know, each experience is pretty much unique. So you never right. know what's going to happen. It's kind of like a box of chocolates. And yeah, earlier that's very I mentioned true. about <laughs> it is. I mentioned earlier about pets because a lot of people are curious about it. I noticed that you do pets too. 
mm-hmm. people ask me, well, how can you talk to a dog? You know, you, okay, the dog, the animals have a spirit. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. So the dog shows up for the reading. Okay, I'll give you that. Are they in a different heaven? Are they in the same heaven? And how do you understand woof, woof, you know, or what happens, you know? So <laughs> that's what I want to ask you. What's your take on that? Well, um, to answer your question, yes, I can understand Wolf Wolf because it doesn't come through to me like that. It comes to to me like you and I are talking um, because it's all done telepathically or it's all done um, with visions of pictures and scents and um, smells and memories and things like that. So they may be smiling or panting or, you know, even barking, but I can still tell what they're saying, just like when we read people from Russia or China or wherever, you know, I don't understand any other language but English. Um, But I can still understand people on the other side that speak a completely different language is because, again, it's done telepathically and it's done with images. It's done with them standing in front of me. It's done with memories. Sometimes uh, they will shoot me a memory of a movie or a thing from my past that makes me understand what it is that they're trying to talk about. So that's how they communicate, you know, animals and people of different languages. It's all done telepathically and through images. Yes, and somehow there seems to be something in the universal energy, the cosmic internet, as I like to call it. There seems to be something that's an instant translator that we can't see. It's just that when the messages are conveyed to you, you seem to be getting to where you can understand what you're seeing, hearing, and feeling. Right. Which brings me to the next question is, do you see, hear, and feel? Could you explain a little bit about actually the main ways that you communicate with spirit? Um, I I would have to say the most main way that I, I do it is through vision and the the empathy part of my abilities is because, and that's the part, too, that I kind of hate sometimes because it can be very debilitating on, on my physical body because sometimes, you know, believe it or not, just like in the movie Ghost, they can kind of jump in and use our body to, you know, to channel or, you know, things like that. Um, and then other times, too, I have, an, I have an emotional hangover because either the spirit of the person that I'm reading had a lot of pain or something, so then... I would feel it as well, and then I would get very, very tired, you know. Um, so I think the biggest tool that I, I use for this ability is the the empathy part, and then the vision, and then the hearing and stuff. That's amazing. I've only got it about three times. I felt a pain in my heart, and another time I found a pain in my head and somewhere other place. And, you know, I said, okay, thank you, but God, you know, I don't really have this, and I get it occasionally, but I really don't need it, so I really don't get it. But, you know, pretty much see and get the thoughts in my head. I don't hear them. Sometimes I do, but mostly so mostly you see them, you can feel them or feel what was wrong with them, and then you get telepathic messages. And actually, yes. that's that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. It has I, I have a question. Moments. Uh-huh. I have a question for both of you. Um, you know how, like, sometimes you, um, you'll you do a reading or you'll watch a show or something and you and the person is, you're doing a reading and the sitter asks you a question that you want to be true for them, but it, it 
and you want that so much for them, like, you know, are they going to find the love of their life? And you want that so much for them, but you're not getting that information, but your your heart is just filled with um, wanting, you, you feel they're longing for a relationship. And it, 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 do you find that, that sometimes that that clouds your vision because you want what they want? Um, absolutely, but there's times, too, when I just, you know, I will nicely, you know, just say maybe it's not the right time right now. Um, but I get what you're saying. I get that with other things when I really, really want to, you know, give them the news that they want, and I just can't. Um, mm-hmm. so sometimes I just I don't I act as if I don't know anything because, one, they're not ready to hear what's happening. Two, it's none of my business. And three, okay. perhaps I'm very uncomfortable with the whole thing, you know. And it is right. hard sometimes too. Even for me, I want something so bad. Sometimes I. That's why I have to go to other mediums like David. Sometimes if he can contest, I'll call him up. Oh my God, David, blah blah blah, um, because I'm so close to the situation. I can't tell the difference. Is this a fact or is this just what I want to happen? You know. Yeah. So I yeah, guess that, that's that the same thing. Yeah, so then I have to separate myself from it and call up my medium friends and say, hey, I got this and I'm afraid of this or what do you think of that? And then the good thing is we usually end up on the same thing, on the same with the same answer, which is a nice thing. And other times, times we're not, and I realize, okay, I just had my head up my butt and it was wishful thinking, and that's not what's going to happen, you know? <laughs> so... Um, it's hard, and sometimes I tell people, you know, I'm not going to tell somebody I'm getting something when I'm not because that's misleading. That that's you know, there's no integrity in that. So I want friends to say, hey, I'm right. not getting anything, you know, because I can't sit there and make up stuff, you know, because when that is wrong to do, and I have such a guilty conscience that I couldn't lie anyway, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it gets very hard. Like, I even had a situation uh, not that long ago. There was something someone was going through, and I knew the answer. But I never told them because it wouldn't have, done, it wouldn't have changed their mind anyway, you know. So sometimes it's like I have to let them go through that, that path to realize, you know, the their own outcome in their own time, you know. So that's when mediums have to, you know, get the integrity part in and say, hey, it's not up to us to say say it to them. That's good. And I wanted to ask you something on that subject in a minute. Um, if you don't mind taking another caller or two, because we just have so many, you know, a few more callers. Okay. And then we'll get, get back to the subject again, because you made a very important point. Um, I have somebody that's been waiting here for a little bit. Uh-huh. And I'd like to bring them in. Uh, area code four zero eight. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Hello. Area code four zero eight. Yes. Hello? And what is your name, please? Hi. This is. My name is Twee. Twee. Okay. Yeah. Mhm. Well, welcome okay. to Beyond the Gate Radio Show. Did you have a question for Sandy today? Yes, I do. I need some help. Um, with my career, um, do you have any messages or any guidance for me in terms of my career challenge right now? Um, are you in Alberta? Um, I don't know anything about Alberta. 
Okay, um, I was just I just didn't know if I knew the area code or not. Um, so you, your question is about career. Yeah, I'm having that's my 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 huge problem right now. Okay, you're having a problem between career or school or taking a course. Is isn't that correct? It's it's a little bit of everything, mostly career. Like I don't like yeah. what I'm doing, so I'm thinking of going right. back to school, but I don't know what. Yeah, I think school right now is where it's something that you were, that you might want to consider because I feel more school strong. Going back to school or taking a course is much better for you, or I'm getting that much stronger for you. Okay, because right now, like you had said, you're on the fence of what to do, and I'm feeling your confusion as if do I go left, do I go right? I don't know. So you, you can't, you're kind of doing nothing right now. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm pretty much doing nothing. I have a job. Um, I do have a career, but I don't like it. And so I'm trying to figure out what is my calling? What am I supposed to do? Because what I thought I was supposed to do is not making me happy or is not. Right. I'm right. not happy. Well, right. But some sometimes people, um, how do I say this? Sometimes, even myself included, we'll think that we want something and we put all this energy into it and it seems to be the wrong thing, and then we get stagnant and that's where you're at right now. So sometimes we have to take a step back. Or, you know, for me, if I get into a situation such as what you're in right now, if I don't know what to do about something, I do nothing at that moment. Okay. For instance, I was in this horrible job many years ago, and for months I stayed in it. And just one day I said, you know what, God, you need to take this job away from me or you need to give me the strength to stay. And the very next day the job was taken away, and a week later I had a better job and everything was wonderful. Okay. So I would suggest to you some um, to people is what I love to do, though, that way they do some footwork and they have some part, is how they take a step back Give it to God, the angels, Christ, whatever it is that you believe in that's greater than yourself, and let them do it. Because for me, if I get my hands in the cookie jar or in the situation, I can screw it up, you know, really, really bad. But if I let go and I let them take it, take over, everything works out even better than I ever expected. Okay, and I do that all the time with you know every app aspect of my life, even my finances, my marriage, my my son, my cats, you name it, I have to do it. Um, so I actually, you know, to the best of my ability, I let them guide what's going on in my life. Okay. And may I say and something I, too when mm-hmm. you're done? <laughs> oh, yeah, I just think that oh, yes. right, right now school would be a very good option for you, and I think that you will find something that um, you will really, really like. And... I would suggest if you don't know what to do at this moment, do nothing or give it to a higher power and watch what happens. Let them guide you because, one, um, indirectly, I I like to push people towards something greater than themselves. It will actually build that relationship with them and also give you more faith and trust in your own abilities and in your own self. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so my um, answer- I've been praying. I've been asking right. for answers. I haven't heard but anything some- yet. I know, but sometimes well, if we look too this. hard. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sandy was going to say, you know, yeah, if you're pushing it too much, you know, there's no rush. You're still young and, and everything. I had uh, an online business so many years back, and I, I really liked it, and I was starting to do good at it, but after a while, I was, eh, I was just kind of doing it. 
and it really wasn't my heart until my gifts opened up and I started using my gifts. And that was really in my heart. So you know what? I took a chance and closed that one down and start, you know, developing my gifts because I felt it was in my heart. Now, in your case, if you go to school, you know, you don't know what you want to do, but I'm willing to bet that you'll discover so many things there or meet somebody that's doing something that sounds exciting that it's going to happen. Something's going to happen to you within the next two years or less that's going to change your life. And I believe that if you stay on that path, that's a good way to find out. Don't you agree, Sandy? Absolutely, and that's what I was getting to. I think that school is actually going to be a lot better for for you right now, and you're going to find what it is that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay. You okay. Know, one other thing. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tui. Um, one other thing, other thing, guys, that I was thinking was, um, you know how, like, a lot of people don't really want to go to the school because they don't know right. yet, but they have these vacations that you could take. And, like, say, say you wanted to be a music video production person. You can actually take a vacation. They have these online vacations. You could take a week and you can actually work in that field to get your feet well to see if it's something that you're interested in. And if it is, then you can go to school, get your, you know, get your degree in it and then and do that. Um, they have, um, I think they even have like dance studios, um, uh, different like production. They have like a whole online list. Like if you're interested in being a veterinarian because you like to work with animals or something like that, they they won't put you in the lion's den, but they will. You know, you can walk around and shadow a person and like feed the animals, clean the poop, and bathe the animals, <laughs> and um, you know that kind of thing. So you kind of get an idea of what your job would be once you graduated from school or once you you know really put your, your both feet into that career. So that's something to check. And um, I forget the name of it. If you um, um, it's not Echo Adventures because that's for, you know, people that wanted to go um, just travel, but it's it's working vacations or, you know, dream vacations or something like that. It And then that way it can give you an idea. You can get wet to see if that's something that you really want to do. Okay, Tui? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you, all of you, for your help. Thank you, Thank but you. I, I do agree with them. Thank you. Thank you for calling in, and the best of luck to you. God bless. Well, that was very interesting. Uh, sorry for me bumping into Sandy. I just had to get that out just to to back you up, you know, a little bit. Yeah, no, that's what I was getting. I think school. Work. Yeah, I think school is, um, is would be the great answer for her, and would open up a lot more opportunities as well. That's right. It would now. We were talking earlier, something else I wanted to bring up, Mike. You know, you, we're honest. When we do mediumship reading, I uh, pass the messages on the way I, I get them, and I don't um, explain it to where I think it should be or anything. I just tell it straight to the you know person getting the reading sitter. But occasionally, they ask a question and uh, to spirit, and so I'm looking at spirit, and they're saying, uh-uh, 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 like uh, in the psychic reading, this lady's guides, she wanted to know about if her next relationship was going to be it. And the guide said, don't 
tell her it's not going to be, but the one after that is. But if you tell her, then she, she'll avoid that, and then she'll never learn the lesson and get to the good one. And in the medium reading, this guy came through. He was a helicopter pilot, and apparently he was uh, assassinated. And the lady you know, I was giving a reading to was in tears because he was there and everything. So she asked all kinds of questions, which she answered. But then when she said, well, she wants to know who did it and how and all this stuff, and he started making the X sign into the sign, like, no, nope, I'm not answering that question. And uh, I was wondering if you have anything like that in any of your readings. Um, yeah, I do. There's, you know, like I said earlier, there's times when I get information I will adamantly, I will not tell the person that I'm reading because, one, I'm uncomfortable, two, it's not their time. And like you said, they will rush into something because they don't want to go through the experience that, that's necessary for them to go through to get to where they need to go. You know, because we all, of course, naturally, you know, would want everything right now instead of waiting. But if we get, if we got everything right now, we won't learn the lessons that we need to be to be to be the better person that we're supposed to be. You know, um, so I do get that um, a lot as well with people. You know, sometimes people want want the right boyfriend, they want the right job, they want the right career, they want to know now, but. Even if I know the answer sometimes, I will hold back because it's not their time to know, you know. Um, so, and, and I think it's, I th- sometimes I think it's a good thing to do because when it protects them, and I know for you too, David, that when we do our, our readings and stuff, we have to have integrity in it, you know, to, one, keep our good names and, you know, to get the good names of you know, mediums out there because a lot of people think mediums or psychics are, you know, the type that take advantage of people. It's all about money when in actuality that's yeah. not Unfortunately, there are charlatans in the business like any business, you know, but they're, they're right. be found out after a while. It, secondly, um, I was going to make a very good point here, but my mind just went blank again. Honey, give me my <laughs> memory pills. It was something, uh, oh, you know what, forget it. Let's go on. I apologize. Can I ask you something about that? What were we just talking about before? Uh, this is embarrassing, I know, but I'm a funny guy. We were talking to, oh, I know what it is. Okay, so, all right, somebody's waiting for a relationship or a job or something like that, right? Let, let's just say relationship. You know, let's use a little sense of humor here, okay? Uh-huh. You know, they may be waiting for a while. Suddenly, they, oh, the show, this could be a psychic on. Well, let me call and find out. So they call in, and they want you to tell them that next week everything's going to be fine. You have a job, a house, you win a lottery, and everything's perfect, you know. So maybe they're hoping to hear that, but it doesn't work because, like Sandy just said, you know, we have ethics and integrity, and we're here to be honest with you, no matter good or bad or so-so, the news, we're going to tell you, you know, like it is, and that nothing is really set in stone since you have free will, but we can give you what we're seeing that helps you. Does that make sense to you, Sandy? Oh, yes, and free will is my favorite word. You know, I always tell people, you know, the angels don't, you know, they help us, obviously, but they're not in our lives without because they don't go against our free will. And we could tell you, yes, you're going to win the lottery tomorrow, you're going to meet your Prince Charming, you're going to get this, you're going to get that, but, but then they go out and go sit in traffic and get killed. You know, because that was their choice, oh, that's yeah. their free will. Everybody's future can be changed by our choices. So if I tell somebody that this, this, and this is going to happen, if you follow this, this, and this, 
you know, but then they don't, and then they wonder why they don't have the Prince Charming or the the money or whatever. Well, because you did this, this, and this when I was told you not to do this, this, and this. You know, because it's all about free will. God gave us free will. You know, every single one of us has that free will to, you know, do with what we want with the good news and the bad news and whatever else. And sometimes, too, we're not supposed to tell you everything. We're not supposed to know everything because we don't know everything. Um and because sometimes I feel that people get disappointed, well, I want to know about my love life or I want to know about this, you know. But, again, it's all about free will and just it's about timing and everything else. And I don't like being the bearer of bad news and saying, well, he's just not there yet, you know, because they don't want to hear that. So, you, you know so what you I mean? So, you know what? That's- You're helping people. You know, sometimes you just have to tell them how you see it. But, you know, you're giving them helpful information. Maybe they might need some clarity or validation to to what they're feeling as well. So, you know, not so good news is not always not so good news. Maybe they'll say, okay, then maybe it's not meant until later, whatever this is I'm pursuing, and I can go ahead and get this taken care of first, and then perhaps I'll be ready, and maybe that's what you may have told them in the first place for the, you know, for the reading, and Mm -hmm. something is going to come to them. And so... I don't want to, to make it sound that, you know, you give good news, give not so good news or whatever person may not want to hear, but whatever it is we give them, we're hoping that it helps them in some way and it can, you know, it'll cause them to think a little bit further and think about more options. And that's all we're here. We're just here to kind of like help, advise, and, you know, see what and we guide. can do to uh, clear your mind up a little bit and hopefully everything will be fine. And then, and the other thing too is sometimes we get visions that don't that don't make any sense to people that we're reading, and that's why I always say write it down, write it down because it will make sense. More will be revealed when it's supposed to. You know, for example, I did um, a reading for a woman in Canada on the phone, and I kept telling her about a dentist, and she kept saying no to the point of she's getting frustrated with me, and I'm like, okay, fine, I'm going to drop it. It'll be revealed later. Okay, so I finished the phone call with her, and then I checked my voicemail, my work voicemail, and it was this lady from another state saying, hi, my name's so-and-so, my husband's a dentist. So I was indeed correct, (laughs) I was getting the information, but it was for somebody else. Um, So that's why I always like to say, write write things down, and um, here's another example, too. I did a reading many, many years ago, and this woman wanted a new relationship and I said well the new relationship is not going to come until you do this and this even though it took this person many years to do it but then I said the person that you're going to be with is around you right now he's in your group of friends and she kept saying is it this person I'm like no no I said I don't know who it is I said I have no vision of him all I know is very very strongly he's around you he's in your group of friends and and I said, he also has a cabin-like house. Um, and I said, he's around you, you know. And mind you, it took seven years, but turns out, you know, he was in her circle of friends. He did have a cabin-like house. It was actually an old church that he converted into a house, you know. But it was a cabin-like thing. Um, that took seven years, but that was because of her free will of the choices that she was making that it prolonged the the process for for her to have him. Oh. And he was there the entire time through the entire, you know, her entire situation. But it was because of her choices it took so long. 
Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. It certainly yeah. does. Yeah. Well, Sandy, we just have only two more callers waiting. That's, you know, you pretty much took care of them. Do you mind uh, taking these last two calls and we can just chat for the rest of the time? Yeah. Or how would you want to do it? I'm okay. open to whatever They've been you want. waiting for a while. They've been very patient with us, and I thank them for it. So we're going to go to uh, area code uh, 325 right now. Oops. Hello? 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 Welcome to Beyond Hello. the Gate Radio. This is me, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Andrew how, how are you? Are you? Hi, good. Andrew. I have, Hello, I, I have a question. I do the same type of work, but in a different act, different approach. Also, I go out and do investigations of hauntings, and I've been noticing, I've been getting these... Um, Saint, I have like three different Saint Benedict medals. Um, I know who most of my spirit guides are. I just was wondering if Saint Benedict is is a particular guide or that is there like a connection with some. I'm sorry, you were wondering if Saint Benedict was a guide or or what? I didn't hear the or last time. Or is there just a particular connection to him for, for like their teachings? Okay. Well, for me, honestly, I, I, I'm not really that familiar with St. Gabriel, but I always use Archangel Michael for protection because, as you know, being in this field, you have to have some form of protection. And for me, it's Archangel Michael because that is his purpose. You know, that's, uh-huh. that's what he does. Um, so, yes, I do call him my guide, and I also call him my homeboy because I never leave home without him because he's always with me. Um, homeboy. But... I would um I'm kinda li I'm a little confused as to what you are asking though. You you wanted to know if Saint Gabriel was your guide or just Saint no, no, Saint Benedict, 'cause I already know Saint oh, Michael Saint is one of my sorry. Saint Michael is I know Michael is also one of my guys also, so mm-hmm. but are I you a cat person? Yep. Okay, yeah, because I've seen a ton of cats. I've seen you surrounded with a lot of cats, okay? And they seem to be like your life. They are. They seem to be very attracted to you. I don't know, because sometimes when people are allergic to cats or dogs or afraid of them, they seem to attract them. But you seem to have a lot of cats around you. Are you, do you also, have, um, are you also into the Egyptians and things like that as well? Well, that's my cat in the background. He's meowing oh, you at me right him. now. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not really too sure. I'm not really too sure, but I always found other religions interesting. Right, so. because I'm seeing, like, Egyptian things, Egyptian artifacts around you as well. Um, but you also seem to be very rich in history. Do you understand this? Yeah. Okay. Um, you're also, you can also um, entertain a crowd, but other times you're very extroverted, um, introverted. Do you understand that? Yeah, I think because of my sensitivity level. Right, That's yeah. Yeah. Have you also been having back problems, you know, your in your spine kind of tingling or, you know, some problems going there with it's a sciatic or something, but you seem to be have like tingling a tingling sensation up and down your spine? I, I mean, no, I don't think that it Okay, I've been paying attention. Okay. You may want to because I don't see it as being a painful thing. It could be also, believe it or not, a form of communication, okay, because Spirits and, you know, things like that can get let, let off vibrations, and sometimes we can vibrate. 
I don't know if you've researched that or anything, but for some reason I seem to see, see something with your back as well. I don't know if you had hurt your back from the past, but I am getting your spine yeah. is very prominent to me, but I've seen your spine as well, okay? Um, so it, that's telling me it's sensitive because you heard it before or it's part of a communication or it could be a mixture of both, okay? I think it's a, I think it's a mixture of both because I used to be in, in martial arts site. We're learning how to. We're, we were learning how to fall. And we did what I call a pancake fall. So I learned. I learned fall at the right time. The second time when I did that, but I ended up bruising my um, muscle or my rib back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Are you also having call, problems with? Uh huh. That's why we call those like pancake falls. Okay. So we, what about? <laughs> Did you just get new glasses, but there's something with your eyes. I don't know if your eyes have been bothering you or you need new glasses or something, but there's something going on with uh, your eyes. Do you understand this? Well, we've been, we've been um, talking about get, getting my eye checked lately. Yeah. But we, we, haven't, we haven't had time to um, do it. Yeah. You also like the dark as well. Is that correct? I'm, I, I see you in the dark. You seem content in the dark, but you're not afraid of the dark. No, not not too much. I, I I like darkness. Okay, but you you do like it. Haunting. Yep. Yeah, because I see you in the dark. Uh, yeah, I'm a very. I like darkness. I like you know the having the outside when it's completely dark or in a dark location mm-hmm. during investigations and stuff like that. <laughs> You're also very artistic. Is that correct? I'm seeing a lot of drawings or paintings. And stuff. I don't know if it's abstract or just ideas or thoughts or something, but I'm seeing a lot of drawing or painting. Do you understand this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, and may so, I yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to say, David? <laughs> what you were saying earlier is that uh, Andrew, besides Saint Michael and Gabriel, you also have, you know, Saint Benedict around that I believe that he is a, a teacher for you because you have uh, a lot of spirits around you working with you. Uh, I see it very busy that you use your guides a lot. I feel that St. Benedict is kind of like a teacher-type guide for you, but you have a protector that I know you must use a lot of protection you know, uh, around certain entities, especially dark entities, because I'm getting a very powerful uh, shaman-type Native American. Uh, He's like a a shaman and warrior-type personality. So those are the things that, and they do hear you talking to them, and uh, they do help you. So I just want to let you know, step in and say that. Because I've been been getting interested in a lot of Native American stuff lately. Yep. Well, and I would have to concur with what um, David was saying, but the drawing also, uh, um, with me also for you, I feel like it's some, some kind of form of communication because sometimes, do you, you, do you understand the drawing or the painting? Because that seems to be, that keeps being shown to me. Do you understand this? And, uh, yeah, I've been looking around like like drawing or artistic type and stuff because I do a lot mm-hmm. of writing material. But not drawing. Right. Is that would that be for like a spirit drawing? Um, for some reason, I feel like it's going to be a communication tool for you. You mm. know, or it's going to be able to be like a. a it, it's going to help you with what you're doing. 
in other words, okay? So I don't know if you're going to get messages through or you're going to have a communication or not, but it's something that is going to help you with the field that you're doing as well. Um, I would also get your um, – you also had, had a cat that had passed as well. You, um, oh. Is it just black? Well, she's okay. actually a tab. She was a tabby. Yeah. Um, I had her. Yeah. I had her since she was a kid, and yeah. Uh, recently, there's been a lot of um, talk. Um, I go to, to a Catholic church, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. They were asking, we're bringing up creation and stuff. We had the same similarity about pet subjects, and you know, they you know about creation and everything. And she did pass back in September, and I'm also training with a teacher online, and she is a Native American teacher. And she said that she has crossed over, and occasionally I do mm-hmm. feel like I do feel like she's around, but not as much. And I still think about her occasionally. <laughs> well, the thing well, is, thank you very um, much, Andrew. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, go ahead and finish it, Tandy. Oh no, I was just gonna say sometimes um just because we don't think about our loved ones or our pets doesn't mean that they're not around because they do have lives on the other side and they know that we get busy and they too get busy because sometimes people say, I didn't want to talk to that person, I want to talk to this person. Well, they didn't come through one because maybe um they're busy doing something or it's not your time, or it's not their time. Um, you know, so that's how that works. But don't think that she's not with you because I do feel that she is. Okay, because you have a very big heart. You're actually, you communicate well, and you also speak telepathically to your to your pets as well, because they hear your thoughts and they know what's going on with you. So I would actually continue that um, and do the work that you're doing with, you know, the Native American lady and all that stuff, because you are open to this stuff. I would just highly recommend you, you use St. Benedict and you do use Archangel Michael, you know, for the help and protection that you do need, okay, because as David knows, we have to have some form of guide or protection, you know, to help us um, with our abilities and to keep us safe, okay? So just talk well, to your good. cat because she does listen to you. Andrew, thank you so much for calling. I uh, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. God bless you and Good luck, and please do stay in touch. Sandy, that was really good, and you've tapped into all the things that he's, you know, working on right now. I think that's amazing. And Oh, no. I wanted to know what his cat was saying. I can hear her in the background asking for treats. <laughs> I think she's one of his more high maintenance cats. That's very that's very about him. Wants attention, wants the food, wants the love, and is kind of like his little shadow. You know, that's what that's what I was feeling. <laughs> yeah. We have cats too, so I know where you're coming from. Well, Sandy, time sure goes by fast. I you know. know it only feels about, like twenty minutes. Uh yeah, actually a little bit less than that. So I have one last caller on the line that's been waiting very patiently. Also, we appreciate it. And I'd like to okay. ask the caller uh to uh limit it to two questions. So we could uh, have some time to wrap up the show after that, and I appreciate you calling and everybody listening. So, if you don't mind, area code two zero six. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Hi, this is AJ. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, my main question is, I'm been trying to sell my house and I just put it back on the market, and I'm trying to sell it because I'm trying to move on from. Uh, relationship that I was in that I was connected with the house. And I'm just wondering, you know, do you see the house selling soon or is there something I need to do to make it sell faster? 
Okay. Was this like a two or three month um, endeavor or separation? Because I'm getting two to three months. Do you understand the two to three months in the past? Has it been two or three months since you put it up in the market or two, three months since you decided, you know, that, that you... There's something with two and three seems very prominent around the situation. Do you understand the two to three month reference? I'm trying to figure that out. I'm not... It was about three months okay. from when I ended the relationship to when I began a new one. Okay. Um... Oh, what was I going to say now? Um, can you ask well, me another question? About, what, what are you thinking okay. about that, Sandy? I see uh, the three months that you're talking about it could uh-huh. relate to the house sale. Because as soon as he started asking a question, I started seeing July and August. Now, normally I just get one, right. but I'm getting both. So it's going to be borderline July and August is when the house is going to sell. So... Okay. So that's what I'm seeing as far as that goes. Do you have another question for Sandy? Well, I I do see the two or three month thing as well. That seems to be, but there seems to be some confusion with that as well. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, the other question was, um, do you see me moving or buying a new house soon or just? Um, was your other? Are you into brick houses? You like a little brick and wood on the house? Is that correct? I, I do. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that's um, the house that you're looking for. I don't know if that's your dream home or not, but I see a brick and wood house in your future. Okay. okay. So that's something I do see. Um, I see it's going to be white wood with brick. Um, uh, you're very passionate, aren't you? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because I can feel your passion right now on me. So I just feel I feel you wear your heart on your sleeve, but you're also very inside yourself at times too. It's almost like you're you're so expressive, but other times you hold back. I would actually say, um, as a as a suggestion, you know, don't hold back so much because you're going to get more of what you're looking for in this new relationship. Okay. Do you understand what I'm okay? What I'm saying? So, because I do feel your passion, but I do feel you just need to open up just a little bit more to, to for it to go to the ne- that next level. That's just going to be phenomenal for you. Okay. How do you do that? You mean like being more vocal or? Being more vocal, being more romantic, you know, instead yeah. of just having the thoughts in your head, go ahead and just do it. You know, okay. without you know, without expectations, and watch what happens. It's going to be great. But I feel that you're holding back, and I'm also not just getting that for the re- for the relationship. I'm almost feeling that there's something even a little bit more deeper that you're kind of hanging on to. And I would suggest you kind of work through that. I'm not going to say that publicly, but I think you need to work on that just a little bit more because it's really going to open up your senses. It's going to open up your world and allow better things to to come to fruition for you because it's almost like subconsciously you kind of push it away. Do you understand what I'm I'm talking about? I'm not too sure. Does something more expressive and... Right, right. Just just be more expressive. That's what I'm feeling right now because I do feel that you're a very passionate person. Okay. Okay. So just re- remember what I had said to you just a moment ago and hang on to that because it will make sense to you. Okay? okay. And I do believe that this is your energy that I'm picking up on for that. Okay? And if it's not, it could be somebody else around you, but I do believe it is for you. Okay? Okay. But 
be more expressive, open okay. up just a little more, and it's going to be so much better. And I do see that type of house for you coming up. Okay, great. All righty. All right, well, thank you. Well, well, thank you. Thank you, AJ, for calling. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you so much. All right, bye-bye. Hey, uh, you know, Sandy, I was going to say, he'll get a lot more by expressing in the new relationship. He'll get a lot yes. more back. Yes, and and that's will. I saw that. That's why I said express, you know, and I, I saw exactly what you were talking about. And you had an excellent hit. I love that house. I saw that <laughs> house. When you start talking about it, I'm like, oh, that's going to be a great house. <laughs> so, yeah, I saw it, and I and I could feel the house, too, and he's just going to put so much love into it. Um, but I just oh, yeah. I, I feel him holding back, and um, I think mm-hmm. that if he's more. Because of the old relationship, you know, he's still kind of holding on to what went wrong in there as opposed right. to this new relationship. And then, But you know how you don't want to make the same mistakes, so they hold back to prevent, but when they're holding back so much, you're not expressing it to get out of it, the, you know, so anyway. Right. Yeah, no, anyway, I Anyway, Sandy, it's... I wanted to ask you. Uh-huh. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I just wanted to ask you what you have that's coming up. You know, you're, you're going to be on some more radio shows. Are you going to be doing some more of your mediumship demonstrations? I saw something on Facebook to that effect. That in fact you are going to be doing something soon. I'm not sure if it was in Anaheim or somewhere. Could you tell everybody about what your next event is and how, what it's all about? Okay, absolutely. I am actually doing another show in North Hollywood, and it's at the Green Man Store in North Hollywood on Lancashire. And they can actually contact me via email or they can call the Green Man Store directly. And it's going to be in a gallery reading where people get to witness me reading other people um, in person. And obviously private things are not discussed openly. I'll just give them, you know, little bits and pieces. It's like doing a radio show but live and in, and in person. And actually I'm I'm really loving doing those a lot more because you get a such a deeper, stronger connection, and then you get to see more of the loved ones, you know, coming in and stuff. And um, so I have that coming up, and then June 4th, oh, actually that show's June 24th, but I'm actually going up to Manteca, which I guess is near Sacramento, and I'm doing another in-person event there as well. And, um, of course, I always have radio shows going in the works and stuff, and I'm brain farting. What what is next? Oh, I have a show in Reno <laughs> coming up. So I just, you know, I I'm 41 and then I can't remember anything anymore. I get sidetracked and I have brain farts all the time. As my one friend used to say, it's a senior moment. But um, <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. So I'm forgetting. A lot of things, like the short-term memory is kind of going, even though I can remember other things, you know, what my husband screwed up today or something kind of thing. <laughs> we can always remember that, can't we? <laughs> yeah, we we can always remember that. But, um, yeah, but the in-person events is the thing that I'm really concentrating on now because it's so personal to be there with the people and to actually watch their facial expressions and their body language when that connection is made. And to me, that is so it it's so beautiful. It's it's such a beautiful and thrilling and scary and awesome thing to do. You know, it's like 
I don't know if I can say this on air, but it's like having the best sex ever. It's awesome. I love doing in-person events because you get that one-on-one with that person, and it, it's very beautiful, and that's what I love doing now. And that's what I'm hoping to do more and more of because it's it's a lot of fun to do, and I really, really enjoy it. When it's you know, love, you'll be able to do it. When it's something that you love, Spirit has a way of creating that for you. So I love that, too. Yeah, me, too. I do. I absolutely love it. Yes. You know, when something is in your heart and by coincidence tapping into those, you know, cosmic energies uh, can be done most easily by love. Love is the main key to opening up all the doors. It doesn't block. So... That's a good match. You know, when you feel it in your heart, it makes it easier for you to do it. That's why you're such a great medium. Um, and, you know, I can just tell it by listening to you. Your energy is, is beautiful. You have wonderful energy. And uh, well, I'm very happy about that you, you know, followed your dream. You know, not everybody that has the ability has to be a medium or a psychic or a tarot reader or a healer. Whatever. They don't have to do it. But if if it's in their heart, they should. <laughs> it's in my heart, and it's something that I always wanted to do is to get myself out there because I love helping people. I love reading people. I love watching the reactions. And if I can be a part of what, the one that beautiful moment for them, that to me is the most is the best reward ever. Because it's almost like you're in the room when they're giving birth and seeing their child for the first time. You know, that's how I like to sometimes. I guess it's not that type of comparison, but it's that type of comparison for me where it's so intimate, so beautiful, and just to be a part of that moment in their life that's going to mean everything to them is the greatest thing that um, a medium can do as far as, you know, as far as I'm concerned. I think I think more mediums need to get out there and help people because, I always tell people, God didn't give me this ability to sit behind a desk for the rest of my life. I want to get myself out there and, and share my abilities and help people with it. You know, because and it's that's just, just what you're doing. Yes, right. and Sandy, yeah. we've got seconds left on the show, so I want to say thank you so much for joining us tonight, and thanks to all okay. listeners and the people in the chat room, too, and hope to have you on again sometime. Well, thank you for having me. That went really, really quick. It did. I um, know, it sure did. Could you give your website off on the air for those that are not in chat real quick? Sure. It's uh, Closure and Acceptance at uh, uh, closureandacceptance.com. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. And good Thank night, you. Sandy. Thank you for having me. Good night me. to everybody. Sure. God bless. Thank you. You've been listening, listening to Beyond the Gate Radio. Have a great night. Have a great night, folks, and we'll see you next week for the Booth Brothers on Sunday and Lisa Williams on Monday. Stay tuned. Good night.